Every day, we rise, challenging ourselves to work for what we believe in. At U.S. Border Patrol, protecting our borders is more than a job. It's a calling. Agents answer the call, working together to keep our country and communities safe. If you are ready for a new mission, join U.S. Border Patrol and go beyond. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. What if you could have a career where the opportunities are as vast as our nation, where it's not about mission statements, but a shared mission? At U.S. Customs and Border Protection, we go beyond to protect more than borders, from ship to shore, air to ground, cities to local communities. CBP agents and officers are keeping people safe. Join U.S. Customs and Border Protection and go beyond for something far greater than yourself. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. Salutations, everyone. It's Rich Wilson. Welcome to Fantasy Baseball Live. We're here talking our Just Prospect podcast. We're talking Just Prospects. We're talking the Colorado Rockies as we work our way through the top 15 prospects by team. Uh, We've done the East, we've done the Central, and now we are working our way through the West. And I didn't particularly care for the Arizona Diamondbacks organization feel somewhat the same way about the Colorado Rockies. I mean, there's some good players in it, and I'm pretty excited about some of those players. But overall, the depth is not great. There's some fine pitchers that I'd like to see be successful. But history has shown me that, I mean, John Gray, I thought was one of the better pitching prospects coming up through the minor leagues that uh, when he was coming up through it. and, And he was the number four starter in and Colorado. And now obviously he's uh, left via free agency. We'll see how he does with his new team. But I mean, John Gray's best years are likely behind him is his arm strength. And, you know, just, you know, kind of that, that youth that you'd like to see on pitcher side is, you know, he'll never be able to get those years back and just, I think underperform what I thought he could do uh, in, in Colorado, which I thought would have been a number three starter at least. So you can't get all that excited about Colorado pitchers. It just uh, it just doesn't work out. So the therefore the system is fairly heavily positional uh, ranked. The first pitcher comes in at number seven, and uh, I think there's another one at twelve. So there might only be two pitchers. Let's see if that is correct. Yeah, there are two pitchers in a in a system of fifteen. So that tells you what I think about ranking Colorado Rockies pitchers. And again, there's some fine pitchers there that I like, but I, I mean, what's the point? I mean, they're going to come up and be a, a grade or two lower than what their ceiling would show, even if they become big leaguers. I mean, it's just, I mean, Marquez is turns out to be maybe number three, number four starter. Is there anybody else that's worth rostering that's on the Rockies team besides maybe their closer just because, He's going to get saves. So I flipped over to doing mostly positional players. And there's some good ones. And the first one is Zach Veen, who 
who uh, who tops the list. He was my favorite prospect actually back in that 2020. What's the 2020? Uh, um, I think it was the 2020. Oops, sorry about that. Let me. Uh, Okay, sorry, I had a little problem with the recording. Hopefully everything is good now. Where was I? Oh, yeah, Zach Fien, he was their first-round draft pick. Pick number nine overall. And it was my probably my favorite guy out of that draft. Uh, really thought the upside was pretty substantial. There's obviously some, some very good players. He had a great season, played the entire year at Fresno, which used to be the Houston Astros AAA affiliate or AA affiliate. That was AAA affiliate a couple of years ago. So so now it's a, uh, it was a high A affiliate before then. So they, they've been all over the map. Um, but they're now a low A affiliate for the Colorado Rockies, and which is good. So let's back up for a moment. It used to be the Colorado Rockies affiliates were in some of the best hitting ballparks in all of uh in all of, of minor league baseball. Started off in low A in Asheville, then you went to um the high desert in California. So Asheville is probably a top five uh place to hit. Lancaster at High A was probably the best ballpark in all of baseball professional major league or minor league to hit in. Then they went to Hartford which was a neutral park. And then they wound up in Colorado Springs, which was another top five ballpark in which to hit in. So consequently, you can never get a feel for how the player was going to be. They were playing in all these tremendous hitting parks, except for double A. So that's obviously all changed around. Fresno is more of a neutral park. That's their low A affiliate. High A is now the spoke uh, up in Spokane which is also another neutral park. I've never actually been there before. Their AA affiliate is still in Hartford, another neutral park. And their AAA affiliate is in Albuquerque, which is probably a top five hitting park. So look, out of their four main affiliates, now three are at neutral parks. You're getting a better sense for what you might see with the player. And then, okay, we'll throw them in AAA with a big hitter's park because, you know, the next step is going to be uh, one of the best hitters parks in all of Major League Baseball. So I get that. But I know as an analyst, I really uh, like that process a lot better where I am, um, you know, where I have some kind of neutrality that I can actually get a feel for a better feel for the player. And Veen was very good when he was in low way. Um Again, 303 average, 402 on-base percentage, a 509 slug, hit 15 home runs, stole 36 bases. He's fast. I'll give him that. But I don't know if he's a 30-plus stolen base guy. Remember, in those low-A affiliates, they had uh, automatic um, strike zones going on. So, And they had that, and they also had, in this particular league, you could only throw over to first base twice during an at-bat. So it gave a huge advantage to um, to batters and, and to guys on first base. So Veen ran wild, as a lot of guys did. But look, there's definitely plus speed there. In fact, it's double plus speed. I think you could see 30 stolen bases a year, but you're not going to see growth in that 36, in my opinion. 
Uh, and I think he's going to develop some power. I think 15 is a good base. I think you, you're definitely looking at kind of a 2020 guy. That's tools to get excited about. There's always been a little bit of concern about how much he's going to strike out. And he did strike out 26% of the time. Now, that, again, that's that's below my 30% threshold. If you've been listening to these podcasts, you're probably sick and tired of me saying that. But kids who strike out over 30% of the time in low A rarely make it in the major leagues. So it's good that he was under underneath of that. But 26% is not going to play well at the big league level. And it's probably just going to go up once he progresses through the minor league. So he is going to have to stop chasing as many pitches. And that's what his problem is. He definitely gets a little anxious up there and will expand the strike zone. But the fantasy tools are fairly significant. Uh, the swing looks good. He's athletic. It's got He's got the body. I mean, he's got all of those characteristics. And I'm pretty high on Zach Veen. Number two is Benny Montgomery, who was the, with the Colorado Rockies' first-round draft pick uh, last in 2021 in, in June. A bit of a controversial pick. Uh, first of all, looks great in a uniform, very athletic, toolsy kind of kid. But while there's some questions about Veen's ability to hit, there's significant questions about Benny Montgomery's ability to hit. But I'm going with the tools here, which is a little different uh, than I typically go with in prospects because I like guys that can hit. I mean, he just, I mean, there's everything. He's got the size and the athleticism and kind of looks and feels a lot like Kyle Tucker in terms of that power and speed. But unlike Tucker, he's got, well, I guess like Tucker, he also has a hitch in his swing. And that's been the big concern. You'll probably read that all over the place because it's well known. It was well known during the draft. And if it's not mentioned that he's he has a, a hitch in his swing, then you should probably ignore the, uh, <laughs> the publication because uh, everybody you talk to who's ever seen Benny Montgomery, which I have not, uh, we'll talk about the hitch in a swing. It is very much like what Kyle Tucker had. And Kyle Tucker was able to work through it. Hitch is still there, but it's a lot less noticeable. But another guy that had a hitch in a swing was Gregory Polanco. And, you know, so sometimes they turn out like Kyle Tucker. Sometimes they turn out like Gregory Polanco. There's people that are really split in the industry which way Montgomery is going to go. So, but again, if you're aggressive in your supplemental drafts in your dynasty league, Benny Montgomery is not a bad guy to take. I mean, he's got the tools. Will he hit enough to actually make it? That's the question we have. And I can't tell you yes or no. I do not know. And I apologize. I wish I could. I haven't seen the player. We need to let him get some time under his belt. We need to let the Colorado Rockies work with him and try to tap down a little bit on that hitch. Number three is Drew Romo. He's a catcher. A lot of people have not heard about this kid, but when I asked around about um, about the Rockies system, his name kept coming up. And first of all, catcher, and he stole 23 bases. So, uh, look, he's not that fast. Again, another low A guy with the thrown over to first base limited number of times. But what you do like is a defensive catcher. He's very athletic. Uh throughout 35% of would-be base stealers, and he makes really good contact. Um, 
And, you know, maybe he doesn't steal 20 bases when he's a major leaguer, which he probably does. But let's say he has the, he's athletic enough that he can, he's a threat out there. So he's, you know, that's, that's good. So what's not the like here? I got a guy who, who is going to be able to catch. In fact, one of the better catchers in the particular draft. So uh, the Rockies really like that. And they believe he will be their full-time backstop. He was actually comp to, uh, Mike Zanino coming out defensively. So, you know, the chops are there. Um, two is he's making made good contact uh, as an amateur, made good contact when he came over. Uh, and there's going to be some power, and he's athletic with a little bit of speed. I don't think there's anything else that you want in a catching prospect. So if you're in desperate need of that, I mean, Drew Romo is a guy that you probably should consider. Last guy is a kid who made it to the major leagues, and that the last guy before I take a break is Ryan Velade, V-A-L-A-D-E. Um, there's really not a true carrying tool here. Um, he's got a great hit tool. Swing is more geared towards contact, so he's more of a doubles hitter than he is a home run hitter. But I think as they add loft to a swing and as he gets up into course field, and you could see, you know, at least double-digit home runs and I think enough speed to steal 15 to 20 bases. I don't think that's a star. I think it may be a slightly, I comp him a little bit to Tapia. It might, Romeo Tapia might be a slightly more upside than Tapia. Um, Tapia's probably got a little bit more speed, but I think that Velotti's got a little bit more pop potential and definitely makes better contact with a little bit better overall hit tool. So I kind of like him a lot. Now, he did play a little bit of first base when he was in um, AAA. I, I, he's, he's not going to be out of, he's not going to be a viable candidate at first base for a fantasy team at all because, again, there's only, you know, there's double-digit home run potential. I Maybe a little bit more, but I don't see this guy ever hitting 20-plus home runs. I just uh, That's probably a real stretch at this point unless he adds tremendous loft. But he's throwing a little bit of speed, you know, average to slightly below average power. I still think he has a chance to be a contributor for a fantasy team. And there's a reason that I've got him goosed up a little bit. So that's Ryan Velotti. Um, not sure. I'll, I'll look during the break what he did when he came up to the major leagues. I don't think he did a lot. I don't think he actually played all that much. But uh, let's take a break. When we come back, I will have the answers for you. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. 
With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Yeah, six at-bats at the major league level. Three games. Didn't get a hit. Struck out once. Walked once. So not, that just didn't do much. In AAA, it was uh, seven home runs, 12 stolen bases, 92 strikeouts, over 38 walks. Pretty aggressive at the plate. Uh, Really good contact guy. So again, a guy that might be a fourth outfielder, but recency, he's he's just about ready for the big leagues. And again, think Ramiel Tapia type of, of profile. Number five comes in Alhiris Montero. He was uh, came up through the St. Louis organization. And when St. Louis traded for Nolan Arenada, he was the guy that I liked the most coming back in that trade. They also got uh, a pitcher. Was it Ponce de Leon or one of those guys? One of those kind of fifth uh, fifth pitchers uh, that every, every team has. But I, I like Montero the best. He's got big-time raw power. Uh, he makes good contact, but he swings at absolutely everything. A lot of people believe that he'll eventually have to move to first base, but I kind of like him. I, I like him for one of those draft and hold leagues that if you, you know, you're picking in the 40s and are running out of guys to, to think of to pick, I think he's a kid that could be up and could contribute. Now, again, the Rockies have got you know 30 guys for nine positions. I mean, they've got or eight, eight uh, positions, so they've got a ton of these you know okay players not superstars that they that we all know what the Rockies do they mix and match guys and give uh, you know, give a guy a chance for a month demote him give another guy a chance for a month promote another guy and then demote that guy and then bring back the first and that's just what the Rockies are could Elhiras Montero be one of those guys that's just kind of in that rotating schedule of guys up and down. Yeah, he definitely could be. But I think there's enough power there to hit 20-plus home runs, enough contact skills to actually have a decent batting average, but it could come with a 320 on base percentage. Number six is Colton Welker. He's been around for a while, finally made his big big league uh, debut. He's a kid that I've never been high on, and then I really got disappointed when he you know, got the 80-game PED suspension, uh, so he didn't actually hit the major leagues, but he didn't play all that much. Um, but, I mean, he is a um, he's just a guy, I, mean, I know Tim likes him a lot, but, you know, he only slugged 408 and double A in 2019. Again, it was in double A in Hartford, which is a very neutral park. He's a okay defensive player. He's a pretty good offensive player. I see him as a soft regular, in other words, Maybe a guy who can start for a team like the Rockies, but I don't think he's going to beat out uh, Ryan McMahon for the position. Um, I don't know who else is. I mean, there's so many guys that are playing third base now for the Rockies. I I just see him as a part-time player. Maybe a guy eventually gets moved to another poor team like the Orioles, and does he start for a team like that? He could, but I think it's going to be two or three years in. I don't think he's going to make enough contact to really matter all that much. I think he'll hit 20 to 25 home runs, 
is he third base? Is he move over to first base? Yeah, that's the kind of player I think he is. Not real sure on the position. So he comes in at number six to me as a soft regular. He really makes the list because he's already played in the major leagues. Number seven is the first pitcher, and that's Ryan Rollison, left-handed pitcher, already in AAA. He has a chance to be a very good pitcher. Doesn't have a huge upside. Doesn't have like the the the, the plus pitch that you're looking for, but he throws strikes. Uh, when he throws strikes, he can be very, very effective. He does have enough athleticism, I think, to repeat his delivery. Um, but I think he's a number four starter. I got him as a top 50 starting pitcher, which probably makes him a top 60 to 70 pitcher uh, with the Rockies. So number four starter will probably pitch to a 4-10, 4-20 ERA, win a handful of games, and strike out maybe eight guys in any. I mean, he's 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 good. He's a fine pitcher. Guys like that can go on the market and make 10 to $12 million a year. And that's who Ryan Rollinson could be. So I think we'd all want to be Ryan Rollinson having the big league uh, career. But do you want him on your on your dynasty league so that he could be effective pitcher for your fantasy roster? To me, it's probably a pass. Ezekiel Tovar comes in at number eight. Uh, it's a guy that actually started to, uh, to to take a step up last season. Got really interesting skills. Added some pop last season. He's already got the plus uh, speed. He rarely strikeouts, but he also doesn't walk a lot. So he's got a very, very aggressive approach. Again, I like the fact that he's a 60 runner. He only struck out 57 times, but he only walked 17 times. So you could see a guy that kind of that Ahmed Rosario kind of uh, profile as a guy that could be a 260, 270 hitter, but also a 300 to 330 on base percentage. And guys like that, you know, quite frankly, they're they're not well thought of in the major leagues. And they're, um, you know, they can kind of be up and down kind of guys, right? Because teams are looking for guys that can get on base, that run created statistic. You can't do that if you're you know, never walking, If even if you've got great contact skills. You know, so what? You hit 260, but a 310 on base percentage is just not going to cut it. You want guys getting on base at a 350 clip. That's that's the sweet spot for for uh, for teams. If you've got massive raw power, yeah, they'll they'll get by with a 340 on base percentage. But if you don't, which um, Tovar is not going to have massive raw power, they're going to be teams will be looking for a 350 on base percentage. I don't see that happening. So again, intriguing speed uh, can definitely stay at short. Can really pick it at short. It feels like a. Um, kind of a, a utility guy long-term. I do have his fantasy ceiling as a top 15 shortstop with tremendous amount of risk. Uh, again, think of a Med Rosario type of ball player. Number nine is Brenton Doyle, who's really disappointed about. Uh, he's really tooled up, definitely 2020 type of upside. But man, he struck out a lot last year, and that was what was disappointing. Because if you read my stuff in 2020, I thought... You know, he'd have a little bit more better contact than what he showed in 2021. So let's hope it was his rust and that, uh, you know, he'll have a better season in 2022. But he's tooled up. So if you like your tooled up players and Doyle is a guy that you should should own, I'd rather have some of the other guys that we've talked about ahead of. That's why he's ahead, <laughs> you know, in terms of guys that are tooled up uh, like Benny Montero, excuse me, Montero, Benny Montgomery. Um, is a guy that's also tooled up. 
he might eventually wind up being Brenton Doyle, but I'll take Benny Montgomery at this juncture as opposed to Brenton Doyle. Number 10 is a, a, a interesting guy and that is warming Bernabel, B-E-R-N-A-B-E-L. Um, it's a kid that uh, really kind of came out of nowhere, in my opinion. I hadn't really heard of him. Um, he it's a kid that's always been able to make good contact. He added uh, a bit of a stride to his his uh, swing, and he started to unlock some power. He's still very young, only 19 years old. Likely will start the season back in low A, but it's a kid who makes, again, great contact, decent on-base percentage skills, starting to show some power, will steal the odd base. It's a kid that we probably need to uh, keep an eye on if you are following the Rockies organization. Not suggesting that you run out and pick him up for your dynasty league, but again, a guy that you probably want to put on your watch list. And as the great Lenny Melnick would say, etch into your kitchen table. Let's take a break. Get back and do another ten. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. If you only have a 401k, you're not getting the most for retirement. Wait, what? Add a Robinhood IRA on top, then they'll boost it by 3%. You can do that? And if you transfer in any retirement account, you get 3% on top of that. Is there a limit to the match? No limit. Robinhood Gold gets you the biggest contribution match of any IRA on the market. Sign up for Robinhood Gold at Robinhood.com boost by April 30th. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires goal for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Match on transfers subject to additional terms and conditions. Robinhood Financial LLC, member SIPC. Michael Togley, I, I saw where Baseball America had him as their second ranked guy on the Colorado Rockies uh, uh, on, on their list. And which, you know, you, you like to, you know, you always worry because, again, Baseball America has deep pockets and people that, I don't know, deep pockets not the right word. They have a lot of uh, um, ties into a number of teams and they get a lot of information, more information than I can get by myself. But I've seen Toglia play. Uh, maybe those guys have not. I, I just don't get it. He's got big country raw power, but it's not great bat speed. Um you know, he strikes out too much. I don't get it. I mean, struck out 30% of the time. It's like 406 and 41 games in double A. That's not good. And that's when I saw him. I mean, it, again, he's a big guy. Saw him in batting practice, can hit the ball a mile. But again, it's it's more a big, strong guy as, as opposed to a big, strong guy with big bat speed. He can definitely get beat 
on uh, inside velocity. Uh, has a tendency to chase a little bit. Uh, balls out of the strike zone. That's never been his um, his mo. But when I saw him, that's what he was doing. But it's more to me. It's a kid that's going to be a first baseman, and when he lacked the bat speed at first base, I I I just I'm not interested. I want guys that have big bat speed that are a little bit more athletic. There's just too many guys. And if they think Togley is going to be their first baseman of the future, which I think is what the Baseball America guy said, okay, I mean, I, I don't see it. I, I see a guy as a uh, an extra bat, uh, maybe a second division first baseman, which you, know, you can argue with that's what the uh, – that's what the uh, the Rockies are, but uh, you know I'm I'm seeing maybe a 20 to 25 home run guy with a low batting average and a low on base percentage, and a, a kid that probably won't have a long major league career. Hope I'm wrong. Hope he he over overshoots that uh, that prognostication of me, but that's what I see with the player. Number six, number, excuse me, number 12 is our second. Uh, pitcher, second and only pitcher on the list, and that is Chris McMahon. Uh, got a solid arsenal, no true plus pitch that he has. Can can uh, definitely throw strikes, only uh, kept the strikeouts under two and a half per nine. I think he starts the season in double A. I'll probably get a chance to see him then. But, you know, with a low 90s fastball and just okay secondary pitches, like, what do I have as fantasy ceiling? It's a number four starter. So, yeah, it's probably number four, number five starter. Right-handed pitcher. So you want to see a guy who throws a little bit harder than that. But, yeah, he's okay. Number 13 is uh, Adele, A-D-A-E-L, A-D-A-E-L, Amador. Um, he's a young Latin kid that's uh, got plus speed, looks like a field to hit. Uh, doesn't turn 19 until April, which you love. And again, you're always looking for guys that are very young for the level. So you're looking at a kid who was 18 years old, who's a good defender with plus speed and a field to hit. He's almost walked nearly as much as he struck out, hit four home runs, stole 10 stolen bases. So Amador is a guy, did I put him as my uh, pop-up player, emerging prospect? No, I did not. So he he could have been a, a candidate for that. Uh, I put out the international guy that hasn't come up, but it's a guy that I definitely have my eye on here. Aaron Skunk, S-C-H-U-N-K. Down season, a guy that I expected a lot more of in 2021, 89 games, slash 223, 286. Below 300 on-base percentage is not good. 346 is not good as uh, not good either. Struck out 28% of the time. He's got the really aggressive approach. I mean, I know there's a there was a lot of buzz coming in about him. He made my top ten last season. Disappointed to see that he's already 24 years old. So I think if you're an owner of him, it's it's still only in, in high A. I don't know. It might be time to kind of throw him back. Number 15 is Diane uh, Jorge, or probably George J O J O R G E D Y A N. He is going to be one of the international players that signed. And he could be a very good player. He's athletic. He's got uh, big-time speed, probably enough bat speed to project future powers. He's going to command probably $2.5 million signing bonus. So he is going to be um, a guy that should be considering these supplemental drafts if you're in Dynasty Leagues, a kid that uh, 
has a lot of potential. We'll see if he's able to put it all together because, again, he's only 16 years old or will be when he is drafted on uh, January, or not drafted, selected on January 2nd, which is coming up, right? It's the 22nd, so in 10 days, we're going to be, or 11 days, we're going to be having the international signing period open up, and he is going to be one of those guys. Let's take our final break. We get back. I'll do a final review of everybody and get out of here. If you've been listening to all these podcasts, you know that this one's relatively short. That means I didn't really like the system and there's not a lot to talk about. And there just isn't. The number one prospect is Zach Veen, who I like a lot. That's V-E-E-N. I think he has a chance to be an impact uh, fantasy player, an all-star type of uh, performer. Good speed, I think, emerging power. He strikes out a little bit too much. He needs to cut down his strikeouts. But, I mean, it's uh, it's it's the kind of profile that you want to see in a kid that I know I took in at least one dynasty league as my first round draft pick in a supplemental. He's going to be compared a lot to Robert Hassel, which we're going to meet in San Diego. It's interesting. They were both drafted around the same slot. Hassel went a few slots ahead of him. Hassel's a better hitter. Veen's got the louder tools. But I like both of those players a lot. Number two is kind of a Benny Montgomery, who is the... Colorado Rockies first round draft pick last June and uh typical Rockies go for go for gold man this guy has a chance to be a stud or he might not hit enough to make it out of double a uh, should you draft him in a supplemental draft yeah I I would if you're a tools guy and you think that um that he's eventually going to learn how to hit I think my only caution would be know your parameters where there's no guarantee that this guy's ever going to hit enough to get out of double a but the tools are pretty crazy. Drew Romo comes in at number three. Now, this guy is interesting. Stole 23 bases last season. Good defensively. Showed some pop. Very athletic. Looks like he has a feel to hit. And the Rockies are very, very high on this kid. That's Drew Romo. Ryan Velotti, we've already seen him in the major league. Good speed. Uh, not a ton of power. Needs to really add some loft. Uh, but... Um, makes good contact, could be more of a doubles hitter that could draw him into a fourth outfielder kind of role, but a kid that I kind of like. Alhuras Montero, big-time raw power, probably needs to move to first base. But for those of you that are really high on Toglia, I'll take Alhuras Montero. Yeah, he's never going to walk much, have a low on-base percentage, but I think he has a chance to be a big-time power guy, particularly in Colorado. Colton Welker, eh. Never the biggest fan now with the 80-game PED suspension on on the books as well. I wish him all the best. Um, I don't think he's an impact performer. Number seven comes the first pitcher, Ryan Rollison, who on 29 other teams would be ranked a lot higher. I have him as a top 50 starting pitcher. I think as a Rocky, he's probably a four ERA guy with maybe eight, seven, eight strikeouts per nine. A good pitcher, 10 to $12 million pitcher, but a fantasy stud, I don't believe so. Ezekiel Tover, got, I say the tool summary says it best, intriguing skills. He added some pop last season to go with plus speed. He rarely strikes out, but also rarely walks. Thank Ahmed Rosario. Brendan Doyle, down season last year, struck out 
30% of the time, in fact, I think it was 32% of the time, uh, and that's very difficult when you're doing that in the lower minor leagues, which he did in high A. Warming Bernabel, let's see, I have, I forget to spell these names. Tovar is T-O-V-A-R. Uh, Brenton Doyle, I think everyone knows warming. That's warming as in a warming drawer. Bernabel, B-E-R-N-A-B-E-L. Um, he was a kid that kind of came up out of nowhere. I'd never really heard of him. Rarely strikes out, started to show some power. Not a ton of speed. Only 19 years old and already and uh, was 18 years old in low A. Could split time between low and high A as a 19-year-old. It's pretty impressive. Michael Toglia, big country raw. I've seen him play. Don't get it. Doesn't have great bat speed. Um, I see him more as a low batting average, low on-base percentage. And, yeah, I mean, he'll run into a few uh, few balls and hit him out of the park for sure. Um, but there's a ton of guys like that. I mean, if he had defensive value, then, yeah, he might be a little bit more interesting. Um, but I don't know. I, I don't get it. Number tw- 12 is Chris McMahon. Um, again, solid tools across the board. Doesn't really have a true out pitch. Um, I see him more as a number five, number four, number five starter. Adil Amador, A-D-A-E-L, Amador, A-M-A-D-O-R. Interesting guy. I debated between him and number fifth, the 15th guy, Diane Jorge or, or George as my uh, emerging prospect. Uh, but I kind of like what Amador brings, plus speed. It looks like a field to hit. He needs to get stronger, likely will. So I got him as a fantasy ceiling, as a top 15 shortstop with extreme risk. Aaron Skunk, S-C-H-U-N-K. Uh, had a down season, no, no two ways about it. Struck out too much. Already 24 years old, only in high A. Not good. And then Diane George, J-O-R-G-E, will be one of the big international signees come uh, January 2nd. Kid that should definitely put on your radar. So if I'm looking back, looking at guys that I'm personally going to be interested in in the Dynasty League, definitely Zach Veen, for sure. Benny Montgomery, yeah, if he falls to the second round, I'll grab him in a Dynasty League supplemental draft. Drew Romo, definitely curious about that. Ryan Velotti, don't see him as a star, a guy that I'm interested in. Alhiras Montero, definitely for draft and hold leagues, a guy that I'd be curious about. Colton Walker's a pass for me. Ryan Rollison's a pass. Tovar, maybe. I, I, don't, I don't like, I mean, I just don't, I don't know if I believe enough in the hit tool. Britton Doyle's a pass for me. Bernabel, interesting. I like the kids that can hit, so let's see what he could do next year. Togli is a pass for me. McMahon is a pass for me. Amador is a kid that I'm interested in. Shunk is, uh, or Skunk, Shunk, I guess it's Shunk, S-C-H-U-N-K, is a pass for me. And Diane Hoare, George, is an interesting guy. So, you know, six or seven guys on the list I find to be interesting. So if you're looking for what I personally think and how I might approach all of these guys, Diane George would definitely be a second or third round target of mine in a supplemental draft. Hope that helps. Short podcast today, guys. Uh, we'll be doing the Los Angeles Dodgers later on this weekend. You know, it's a system that's not what it used to be because they've traded away some guys, and obviously have promoted a ton of guys, but still has some very interesting guys that maybe aren't as famous, 
um, but are quite good. So I'm anxious to talk to you about that. Then we get the Padres, very good system. The Giants, a great system. And that'll finish up the uh, National League West. So we'll be done. Well, we've got three more, so it'll be next week and then the first week in January before we'll be finished. So uh, still lots of discussion about prospect. Hope you guys are enjoying this. You can always follow me at Rich Wilson P361. If you have any questions on prospects, feel free to drop them uh, on Twitter, and I'll do my best to uh, reply to them. I'll be doing some after we get done all the different systems, and Tim and I get done talking about fantasy implications. Then, um, then I'll be doing some listener questions, and uh, we can talk about uh, maybe questions that you guys might have on some of the players I talked about, or just any other random stuff that you might have. Uh, that's all I have for you. Be well.